guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So yesterday we brought up this idea of how Jesus feels about little children, how he loves them. In his mind, they are the greatest in the kingdom. In fact, those who offend those little ones or cause them to stumble, that's the better option is having a millstone hung about your neck and drowned in the depths of the sea. So again, you see how Jesus feels about them, those who cause them to stumble or to offend them. Now, this idea of offenses, you go to verse number seven, which again, it picks up right after that story. It continues. A thought. It's a different thought, but it continues that. Woe unto the world because of offenses. You click on the word offense and it says sin. So woe unto the world because of sin. It must needs be that offenses come, right? You have a pulse. You are going to sin. By virtue of the fall of Adam, we all sin, right? Must needs be that offenses come. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Okay, so Jesus starts teaching some interesting things about repentance here. Wherefore, if thine hand or foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out cast it from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. So it's an interesting little analogy there. Jesus like, your hand is causing your problems? Cut it off, throw it away, cast it away. Your foot, take it away. Your eye, cast it away. It's interesting if you click on the word hellfire right there in verse number nine, that footnote A, it takes you to a Joseph Smith translation that says, and a man's hand is his friend and his foot also, and a man's eye. They are of his own household, meaning they are a part of you, right? Now with this idea of his own household, I wanna take you down to verse number 15. Okay, this is Matthew 18, 15. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him of his fault, between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained a brother. Now, there's an interesting thing in the Come Follow Me uh, resource for this week about that particular verse. It says, how can we apply the counsel in Matthew 18, 15 to our family interactions, our own household, you know, those, those that are with us, the hand, the feet, the eye that are constantly with us. How could doing this bless our family? You know, you get a family member. Oftentimes, those are the ones that we have sometimes the greatest... Because I think we have the greatest love for one another, we also have the greatest irritations with one another and the greatest offenses that come from family, right? And we're going to talk more about that in detail tomorrow as well. But as you get into this right here, how do you take care of it? Well, you take care of it, like the Savior said, between thee and him alone. Now, this is not the only time the Savior has actually said this between him and thee alone. You go to uh, Doctrine and Covenants section 28, verse 11. Now, section 28, the context here, is you've got the Lord speaking to Oliver Cowdery. Apparently Hiram Page, who was one of the uh, eight witnesses of the Book of Mormon, has found a seer stone and he's claiming revelation for the whole church. And Oliver Cowdery also was starting to believe some of these things. Now, Oliver Cowdery and Hiram Page were brother-in-laws. They had both married Whitmer sisters from, from the Whitmer family there. And so the Lord tells him how he needs to interact with his brother, brother-in-law Hiram Page. Again, thou shalt
shalt take thy brother Hiram Page between him and thee alone, and tell him that those things which he hath written from the stone are not of me, and that Satan deceiveth him. So I love this idea of if you are, now I love it, it's also hard to do sometimes, is when you are having some kind of an offense or a struggle with a family member. That again, that come follow me is suggesting what would happen if you and I actually handled these members of our own household that way. I think it definitely blesses our lives when you get that one-on-one -on -one ministering. When it's in a big crowd, it's hard to be able to do that. But I love that idea of working together with those things, whether it be sin or whether it's offenses. Now, when you are handling that one-on-one -on -one ministry, I guarantee you, and I can testify to this, there is another person who comes into that, and that is Jesus Christ. And he is going to help you work through that. Now, in this last general conference, I remember Elder Peter F. Muir's, Elder Muir's gave a wonderful talk. And he said, brothers and sisters, whether you are carrying the burden of unresolved sin, which was that original definition of offense, or suffering because of an offense committed against you long ago, and we'll maybe talk more about this tomorrow as well, or struggling to forgive yourself for an accidental mistake, you have access to the healing and redeeming power of the Savior, Jesus Christ. And so I love that principle here, and I love that it's taught here. Now, with that said, again, we're going to continue tomorrow with this idea of what happens when that offense becomes something that is very, very difficult to handle. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at BombSocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.